So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I just wanted to put in a, a very small plug for our Facebook group, Deep Clean Inner Circle. If you're looking for some extra help, you're looking for a community, and you're looking for some regular trainings that are gonna really help you in the recovery journey to resolve the root issues and to experience lasting freedom, Deep Clean Inner Circle is where you wanna be. There is a link in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook, type in Deep Clean Inner Circle, and we're there. Um, Make sure that you fill out the application questions, um, otherwise we can't accept you in. Uh, We need to do a little bit of vetting for a Facebook group that's available to the public, so please uh, make sure that you do that. Today, we are talking about the power of knowing God as a loving father. To give you a little bit of background uh, on my situation, so I, I grew up in a traditional church, and God was really presented to us as, you know, somebody who loved us, but loved us based on our behavior. It's about showing up to church, participating in Sunday school, and, you know, just being active and doing the Christian things. That was always the emphasis. And as long as you did the Christian things, God was happy with you. But if you didn't do the Christian things, then God was not happy with you. And he he didn't see you the same way or in the same light. So this is what some people might call a, a performance mindset. It was it was that sort of idea. And um I I wound up at a ministry school about 10 years ago that really emphasized this idea of knowing God as a loving father. And you know, I thought that's so cool. What a great idea. Um, you know, I I know that God loves me. It was that sort of thing. And when we got into it, um, in fact, the, the first teacher who really touched on this subject was a guy named Barry Adams. And we actually had Barry on the podcast. I believe he was episode 56. And uh, we got into his, his content, you know, a, a sort of a, a bite-sized nugget of the content that he teaches at the school in this arena. And so uh, if you're looking to grow in this area, you should really go back and listen to it. But um, the whole idea is that is that God loves you because he loves you. He he created you that he may love you. It's this idea that everything uh, that revolves around your purpose, your value, and your existence is in one way or another smothered by this unconditional, perfect love. The reason this is so hard for us to comprehend at an emotional heart level is because it's not typically, uh, the, for starters, the messaging that we receive around God, but secondly, it's not the experience that we have with authorities in our life. Um, and, and so typically, the, the experience uh, with authorities is that you know you are loved and you're treated well when you behave well, but then when you don't behave well you get sort of their wrath and their anger and everything else. And we tend to transfer these sort of perceptions 
into our relationship with God. And what it means is that we we end up actually making an idol of God because we see him the way we see our parents instead of seeing him for who he truly is, which is somebody who is unconditionally loving. It's crazy to think, but the, the truth is that in this moment right now, as I'm speaking, God loves you so much. You could have just relapsed. He loves you just the same as before you relapsed. And you may say, Cynthia, I don't feel that way. I know. I get it. I, I, I don't always feel that way either. But, but just stay with me for a minute. If, if let's say, let's say my wife, um, my wife says to me every day, I love you, which she does. That's not really that hypothetical, but, um, but my wife says to me every day that she loves me. And let's say we have like three months where, you know, we have no squabbles, no disagreements, no fights, no nothing. I don't do anything to upset her. She doesn't do anything to upset me you know, like the relationship is just clicking and firing on all cylinders. So here we are, okay? And we're we're doing great. And then suddenly we hit a conflict. We hit a disagreement. If she treats me differently, let's say she gives me the cold shoulder. She um, starts giving me short responses. Um... Let's say maybe, um, you know, she only cooks dinner for herself. These are all things my wife would never do, by the way, but just hypothetical. Let's say, let's say she really did that. Um, does, does she love me? Yes. But do you see how there's now a bit of a disconnect? Because it's like, yes, you love me, but the, the response is not really showing love in those moments of conflict. On the flip side, okay, and this is, this is what happens a lot more. I have an amazing wife, and I'm so grateful for her. Um, when we do encounter conflict, if she calmly comes to me and says, hey, can we just talk about this for a few minutes sensibly? Um, if, and let's say, let's say this is after I've done something that I shouldn't have done or I said something I shouldn't have said. Her love in my moment of weakness, in my moment of mistakes, is going to speak much louder than her simply saying, I love you every night before we go to bed during the three months when everything's going well. And the reason I say that is because if you want to experience God's love for you, the only way that you can grow in it is by acknowledging his love for you in your moments of failure. There's nothing for you to gain by reminding yourself of his love when you're doing things well. There's, there's almost nothing to gain there at a heart and emotional level. Psychologically, sure, you can, you can build up you know, some of the, the arguments and, and, and some of the security, and, and there, there's some benefits there for sure. But if we're talking about at an emotional level, just fundamentally knowing and believing that God loves me at all times, regardless of what I've done or who I've become, He loves me because He loves me. The only way that we further that truth in the depths of our hearts is by acknowledging it and experiencing it fully in moments of failure. That is where it happens. And when you know God's love, it will change your life because how you see God determines who you become. How you see God determines who you become. So if I begin to see God as somebody who loves me, who, 
who um, lovingly corrects me when I've made mistakes, right? It's not that he ignores my mistakes or my shortcomings and just looks the other way. It, it True love actually corrects, right? True love is going to identify those and, and get you back on track. It's going to get you back on course. If, if, if he loves me through the difficult moments and I, I begin to see him as the God who unconditionally loves, who perfectly loves me, that's going to start to change the way that I behave. And similarly, if I believe that I'm unlovable unless I perform well, I'm going to be a mess when I make a mistake, right? I'm either going to cover it up, I'm going to blame shift, I'm going to control the situation, um, or I'm going to break down, I'm going to implode. But one way or another, things will fall apart. You know, we just had a client, um, we, we always start our group coaching calls now by just having people share breakthroughs because God is doing so much in our community we just can't keep track of it the way that we used to. And so th- this has been a cool way for, for other guys to, you know, celebrate each other's successes and learn from them and, and you know, just, just be, um, be proponents of hope to one another. And so we had one guy just share recently that he had a, a huge breakthrough in recognizing God as a father for the first time rather than a distant authority figure. You know, like, and, and I think that that distant authority figure is what perpetuates the the right or wrong. If I'm doing the right thing, I'm accepted. If I don't, I'm rejected. Um, that that kind of mentality is so common for us, but it is in the the acknowledgement and the heart level understanding of God as a perfectly loving Father. This is where you start to find yourself. Remember that our third pillar of recovery is identity, right? Self awareness, healing of the heart and identity, establishing who you are and whose you are, not at a psychological, cerebral, cognitive level, where it's like, yeah, I know this is true, but at a deep, fundamental heart level that says, even even when I failed, God, even when I knowingly failed, I did the same thing that I promised I wouldn't do again. You love me just the same. What, what, what does it look like to be loved in this moment? If I truly believed I was love, what would I do? It's letting his unconditional love lead you through those moments where you may be tempted to fall into performance thinking, where, where you may be tempted to paint a picture of him that's actually more reflective of your parents than it is of his nature. And as you start to do this, you're going to become stronger, you're going to become more secure in yourself, and you're going to start to step more into the things that God's called you to do. It's this beautiful beautiful place. But it must happen at a heart level. Don't don't tell me you know it. Show me that you know it. That that is the real demonstration that you actually understand something. It is not in the talk. It is in the expression. It's in the demonstration. So my encouragement to you guys is today, right now in this moment, God has never loved you more and he's never loved you less. He sees all of your past all of your failures and his love for you is the same. He hasn't changed his mind. And there will be mistakes in the future. There will be shortcomings. We will fall short. His love for you is going to stay the exact same. Not because of anything you've done, but simply because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.